0: Let's embark on an exciting new journey. Get inspired to explore the shallows and the depths with Her Ocean Story. Mahalo for listening, from one ocean lover to another. I'm your host, Jennifer Marie, and I'm ready to have some fun on this party wave together. Welcome to Her Ocean Story. I am your host, Jennifer Marie. And to start us off on episode one, I thought I would share with you my ocean story. Before we dive deep into the stories of women who have inspired me to put together this podcast, I'll share with you what led me to this point, everything that brought me here. I feel truly blessed to have been able to meet so many amazing women on this journey, lifelong friendships, unforgettable memories, while surfing, scuba diving, and sailing, that I really wanna give back to the ocean, bring awareness to the ocean, bring awareness to ourselves, awareness to our community, connections, personal growth, and how we can make a difference and spread more positivity. The ocean has brought to light for me all of these aspects and more. I currently live in Sarasota, Florida, the Sunshine State. As a true Floridian, I am not originally from here either. (laughs) My parents were born and raised in Puerto Rico, La Isla de Encanto, but when my dad married my mom, he joined the Army, so I'm your typical Army brat. I was born in Fort Gordon, Georgia, and then we lived in Naples, Italy for a few years where my little sister was born. Then we were in Okinawa, Japan, then Fort Gordon again. During that assignment, my dad's boss asked him if he wanted to go by himself for a year in South Korea or take the entire family to Hawaii for an assignment of three years, and he made the right choice. We lived in Schofield Barracks, Hawaii for four years. I was between the ages of 10 and 15, and that was our longest assignment. While we were there, in the back of my mind, I really wanted to ask my parents for surf lessons, but I was too scared for two reasons. One being my parents had already put me in karate, ballet, piano, singing lessons, everything that I asked, but after a few months, I would get kind of bored and decide to opt out. I think piano was the longest one I stuck with, and that was for five years. So I was afraid they would say no to surf lessons, Or even if they were to say yes, the second reason I was really scared was because of, you guessed it, sharks. (laughs) I love all my limbs, wanted to keep them. And that really was the reason why I was scared to ask them for surf lessons. And when we left Hawaii, my dad's next assignment was at the Pentagon. And we were there for three years. And this huge wave of regret just never left me. It stuck with me. And I thought, why didn't I learn how to surf when I had the chance, and the best place in the world to learn? It just, it stuck with me over the years. It it never left. After a few horrible winters in Virginia, I realized the cold isn't for me, and went to Florida for my bachelor's degree. I decided to major in hospitality management, to move up in the hotel industry, travel and surf around the globe. Even though most people thought I was crazy, for moving to Puerto Rico after I graduated since there was a recession going on at that time. Most were leaving the island and not moving there. I really wanted to reconnect with my family. I had grandparents, aunts, and uncles that lived there. I wanted to learn how to surf and get better at my Spanish. Try to lose my gringa accent, but it's still there. (laughs) When I speak Spanish, a lot of people can't tell where I'm from. They can tell I am Latina, but they can't tell if the Spanish comes from Puerto Rico, Mexico, Venezuela, Cuba, or whatever. Either way, I am gringa. I'm just grateful I can speak Spanish fluently and that my parents made the effort to teach me because right now I'm trying to teach my son and it's proving to be a challenge, but that's a can of worms for another day. (laughs) Um, When I got to Puerto Rico, I found a cozy apartment in Luquillo, the best surfer town in Puerto Rico. I might be a little biased, but there's nothing like watching the sunrise on Luquillo Beach and the moonrise as well with the ocean right in front of you and the rainforest, El Junque, right behind you. I took surf lessons, bought a used longboard, and rode that longboard for eight beautiful years. Created so many lifelong friendships, met so many amazing people, and I even picked up scuba diving, and that has taken me on another set of adventures. I've met so many friends scuba diving between Puerto Rico, Florida, Mexico, Egypt, Galapagos, you name it, and it's brought so much joy that I really want to share that here through this podcast. And wait, I'm not done. (laughs) While in Puerto Rico, I decided to go back to school for nursing. After graduating, I worked in a neonatal ICU for a couple years there and made my way back to Florida. As some of you know, the waves are not consistently great in Florida like in Puerto Rico. So I decided it was time to try another water sport. And I took a few windsurfing lessons. I fell in love with it right away. After one lesson, I bought a mixture of used gear and new gear And fell in love with the windsurfing community grateful for how friendly everybody was or is and helping me set up my equipment helping me learn how to do beach starts and i just thought it was amazing i thought wow where has this windsurfing community been my whole life Um, they welcomed me like another member of the family instantly community chat groups the whole nine But while I was learning how to windsurf, I also saw people learning how to wingfoil and I thought, wow, what is that? That looks so cool. You know, a neat board hovering over the water, a small sail you can easily maneuver. And I thought, okay, I really gotta try that too. (laughs) Because on these lighter wind days, they're having more fun. (laughs) And I took a couple of wing foiling lessons. And once again, you guessed it, I sold all my windsurfing gear, not because I wanted to. I would love to have my windsurfing and wingfoiling equipment but there wasn't really enough room in my apartment and I bought all new wing foiling gear. And I've been wing foiling now for two years in Sarasota. No matter, doesn't matter what temperature it is outside, how cold the water is, I put on a wetsuit and I'm out there if the wind is blowing and it's so liberating. There is such a huge sense of of freedom, of belonging, of of pure joy that I really wanna spread that joy. And And it's not always perfect. You know, it has its obstacles, it has its challenges, but it feels so great. You feel so accomplished when you overcome those challenges. And through this podcast, I just want to interview other women who love playing on the water as much as I do. Women just like you and me, we're juggling our careers, motherhood, family, friendships, hobbies, traveling. Doesn't matter if they're into wing foiling, kite surfing, sailing, free diving, scuba diving, boat captains, marine biologists just share any of their stories to motivate us to stay connected, grow as a community, embracing personal growth on the water, positivity, and just reaching a new level of confidence through doing what we love and what we are passionate about. If you know of any women who would love to be on Her Ocean Story podcast, please have them shoot me an email. It's heroceanstory at gmail.com, or they can reach out to me on Instagram as well. My username there is also heroceanstory and let's enjoy this party wave together. As a first time podcaster, I would love any ratings or feedback so I can get better at this. I look forward to learning, growing, and new connections. Mahalo for listening. I hope you have a fun day on the water.